Hello, all. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up before the podcast begins. We were having some recording issues, so there's some ominous sounds and some loud sections right at the beginning of the message, but keep on listening. It will eventually fade. Okay, let's go. Bianca, girl, what you up to this morning? Girl, I'm looking for my swimsuit for next year. Which one I'm gonna get Uh-oh. next year? What you think about getting? Girl, I'm getting me a bikini. I'm getting a two piece. It's happening. What? It's going down. I'm trying to decide though between like what color to get because instinctually I want to get the black, and I think I want to get the black only because like I've been programmed that black is slimming. So if you're big, you get black. But I don't really want the black one. Don't get black. Get pink. Pink radiates. Oh, it does. It does. I could be seen around the corner, too. Yes, you could. The, oh, mm, pink is sold out, though. See? Everybody wants to radiate. Everybody going to be what seen. What side are you looking at? Girl, there is this plus-size bikini site called Curvy Beach. And, first of all, it's a sassy name anyway, and I love, I love sass. But it is all... Um, Bikinis for plus size women. I mean, like real plus size women. Like you have a two in front of your your number. It's great. I'm excited. But I'm thinking about this red. I can be like a fire engine. That's fiery. You know. Yes. Truck coming in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think it's great. I support you in that decision. And that is actually a great segue into what our topic for today is, which is. Body confidence and body image, which I know you have. Exactly. I know you have a soft and warm, fuzzy spot in your heart for this topic because I know you've experienced some things in life. Oh, listen, it has been it's a struggle constantly Um, as a fluffy girl. We are so often told what you can't wear. Um, Don't tell me what I can't wear. I wear the fuck I want to wear. How about that? And I decided, that, oh, bikinis have always been on the do not wear list, by the way, because we're not cute in it. You have too many roles in it. You know what? I don't care. I enjoy my roles. I caress them. I love them. And you're not going to tell me that I can't wear something because I have roles. We're not going to do that. Hey, I go to the beaches all the time and I see plenty of plus size women rocking their swimsuits, their bikinis with no wraps, no sarongs, no anything. Just out there saying, take it or leave it. I don't care. I'm out here and I'm loving it. Yes, and I'm going to high five them all when I go see them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Because I have, so I have this list of things that I have to get done in this, like between, before my next birthday, right? So I have a list of things I want to get done and wearing a crop top and a bikini is one of them because, you know, we always get told, cover your stomach up, you know, wear loose pants or wear elastic. No, I don't want to wear that. If I want to wear a form-fitting dress and I have my little you from my belly, why can't I wear that? If I like it, why can't I wear it? That's what I don't understand. So I'm saying screw you to the fashion industry, just like Tess Holiday does, just like Ashley Graham does. We're saying, fuck you. I'm going to wear what I want to wear because I think it's cute. And guess what? I bought it. Outstanding. 
outstanding. Yeah, the image of what beauty is has changed so dramatically over the years because if you look even back 40 or 50 years, the the size that was considered attractive was not this petite, rail thin image that you see these days. It was a woman that had a few more curves. She had thighs. She had, you know, a little more to her. And that was deemed beautiful. And it was made you look healthy. And yeah. So how we got to where we are now is a bit troubling, but... That's a real statement. That's a real statement. And there is a numbers game that the beauty or the fashion industry plays too, um, to make you feel like, oh, you know, I need to be this certain size or this certain number. And that's at the end of the day, that's bullshit. You know, they filter the numbers or they change the numbers to fit their agenda. And so the numbers really don't matter. Um, in my opinion. They don't. I mean, I can tell you from personal experience that my I have been the same weight for over 10 years. I'm 135 pounds. And when I tell people that, they want to like, they don't believe me. But I am. I'm 135 pounds. And I wear the... The the um, the number that has been you know put on this high pedestal, and which is the number two, in some sizes that I can range all the way to a six in other sizes, and which just goes to show you how can a person go up what five inches between clothing lines, and that's why I was like I don't even look at a number. I mean, it's a gauge, but I actually prefer small, medium, and large. Or if the U.S. could get on board with the European standard and just use inches, I feel like that would be a better measurement versus we throw these single digits and make those single digits the ideal, at least in American culture. You know, that, that the, the numbers game is real. The numbers game is real. Because when you go up to plus sizes, and I mean like the 1X, 2X, 3X, 4Xs, They've now shifted those in the plus size section to be a size one or a size two or a size three. And that is equivalent to a three X or a two X. So you can say, oh, I'm wearing a size two. Yeah, you still eat cheeseburgers, though, and bacon with cheese and an extra mayonnaise on the side. But so what? So what? Like, that's the other thing. Who decided that a 27-inch waist is better than a 47-inch waist? Who decided that thin thighs and a thigh gap is better than a couple little dimples and your thighs touch it? Who decided that that was okay? Who decided that one was better than the other? Marketing. Marketing made that decision. Marketing, exactly. As marketing makes a lot of decisions. But I think even outside of the fashion industry, kind of how we, not how, what we surround ourselves with has a direct impact on kind of how we feel about ourselves. Because, you know, you always hear this standard, not the standard, you always hear this statement that, you know, you never see skinny girls hanging with big girls. You always see a bunch of big girls hanging together. or You always see a bunch of skinny women hanging together because when a big girl hangs with skinny women, it makes her feel bad about herself. And I was like, I don't think that's true because I have some friends that are larger and they're the most confident people I know. 
And I think that's what's important is just confidence. If you are confident in who you are and your abilities and your skills and what you have to offer, all those outside things just don't matter. It doesn't matter that, you know, like you and I, when we go out together, we are both really confident people. And I think that's what people see. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, as you stated in a previous podcast, there is a stark contrast in our appearance. But you are the more bubbly. You're the more outgoing. I'm kind of more subdued. So that seems to be what people notice more so than size. Confidence is a huge thing. Um, as of, you know, as a bigger person, we don't. Well, I think back. We do have more examples of body positive and body confidence now than we did before. I remember growing up, um, you know, being told that I could be such a happier person. I could be such a better person if I just lost a little weight or or the little or here's what happens is the little sideways comments um, that people make that imply those microaggressions. Exactly. Um, I'll never forget. I was at my grandmother's house and I was probably maybe like 12, between 10 and 12. And I had gotten there one day and went to get something to eat. I, my um, cousin dropped me off and I went there to get something to eat. And cause I had just gotten in whatever. My cousin leaves, comes back the next day, but comes back around lunchtime. So it's the next day at lunch, and I was eating again when they came back. And their comment to me was, Dag, Bianca, you're still eating? As if it's not reasonable that it's a whole 24 hours later at lunchtime that I would be eating. As if it's not reasonable that, hey, maybe I'm hungry. But somehow or another, because I'm already a fluffy girl, we 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 feel like as a society it's okay to make comments about, oh, I bet you'll eat that, or well, oh, you hungry? Are you want to get something to eat? You know what? That's that's not the case. I have seen and met plenty of fluffy people or not fluffy people that can eat more than I do. Smash. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. some of them are athletes, and so they're burning it a lot more quickly. But just because I'm fluffy does not mean I engage and eat massive amounts of food. I mean, this is I can understand that. You yeah. know, yeah, people those microaggressions are a real thing and people sometimes do them unconsciously just because they feel like, well, if you did this then you would be better or you would be healthier. Cause I know I have some friends who when you walk into their some of their family members' house and sometimes I mean I've had it happen to me where you walk in and they're like, Oh, you're getting a little chunky or you oh girl, you need to eat some. You too skinny and it's just like whose standard are you on? You know, it's like I I think I look good. I think I'm you know, healthy. My doctor says I'm fine. So all these cute, and they often do come from those who are closest to us because those who are closest to us have been around us long enough to kind of see the transitions. And so they, they, they have a gauge. They know where you were and they know where you are. And in our society, we have these, you know, we've just made it okay, which is not okay. Exactly. You know, it's not Okay. Exactly. And, and I think that builds in to not only the imagery that we see in the media and in advertising, but the messages that we get in our social circles. That's why almost 97 percent of women have body image issues, which is crazy that 
97% of us look in the mirror and find something wrong. Mm-hmm. And I know I do it. I do it too. Mm-hmm. I do it and and that's just an honesty. I look in and to society, I'm a good quote unquote size. But every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, okay, maybe I can make this tighter. Maybe, you know, this used to sit higher or I have this skin issue. And and I know I'm like, you're being nuts. You know, you right. you are okay. But in my mind, I do have this idea of what perfection, quote unquote, looks like in my eyes. And, you know, it can be can be damaging because, yeah, you know, I, I want to say that I am above the image, but in some cases I'm not. And, you know, you have to be aware of that to move forward, I think. That's that's a real statement. Um because we can all find faults within ourselves. It's easy to find faults within ourselves. We live in a society that's focused on fault as opposed to the things that are going well. Um, so if I were to ask you, you know, the question of when you go to interviews, what are your three weaknesses? People can answer that question usually pretty quickly. Um, there are some people who have the harder time answering, well, what do you do well? Because we have a society that's focused on negativity. Um I used to be that girl. I used to get in the mirror and be like, oh, Bianca, you're just, you're so big. Oh, my gosh. If you could only get small, you know, you would be okay. You'd you'd be liked more by people. And then one day, I remember, and I was probably in my 20s at this time, and I looked in the mirror, and I was like, bitch, you cute. And I'm like, looking around, and it was just one of the days where I was just feeling myself, and I was still a big girl. I was still cute. And... When I, you walk outside and you get those, you know, random people who do a double take real quick. They don't really say nothing, but you so, you know, you walk past the the people and they smile and, you know, you have a, that random lady that says, oh, girl, that's a cute outfit or something like that. It's those things that just make you feel good. Um, those positive the, affirmations. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm just like, but you would, I, you couldn't tell me nothing. And to this day, even when. My hair is all over my head. You know, I'm wearing no bra, sweatpants, and a hoodie. I'm still cute. Now, are there days that I'm a little cuter than others? Yeah, you know, maybe when I put a comb in my head and, you know, put a bra so that my, you know, titties are not facing the southern hemisphere. Um, Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. We have to. And you know the thing about that? Is it's not you're cute for a big girl because that drives me crazy when people think they're cute for X, Y, and Z. You know, he's cute for a short guy, he's cute for a skinny person, she's cute for a skinny girl, she's cute for a big I'm like, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. You know, it's like, like, why can't they just be they're an attractive person? Period. Exactly. That is, I remember, so I was in a gas station on a lunch break, this was maybe a year or two ago. And I am in the chip aisle. I'm in the chip aisle. I'm eating chips because why? We've established this. I love chips. Chips are great. And the gas station is full of chip aisles. It, it, like, it let's is. throw that out there. Multiple yeah. aisles. Chips and sweets. So I get a candy bar or I can get chips. And that's what I'm in there for is chips. And this man starts talking to me, talking about... Oh, how I'm cute for a big girl. And then he had the nerve to say, I bet you're loyal because big girls like you are always real loyal. What in the fuck does that mean? 
Are you saying I'm loyal because I'm being? What the fuck are you talking about? Skinny girls are loyal too. Now, I am a loyal person, but it ain't because I'm big. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Help me understand. Mm. I mean, that that was probably one of those things. People say stuff like that because it's just like, oh, well, I'm sure when she get a man, she hold on to him because she may not be sure when she can get another one. Again, where that idea came from. Little do you know that over here, the thirst is not that real. Unless you're Denzel Washington. And then that's a whole nother. Whole nother. His son is also fine. Is real. And Denzel, if you're listening to this, feel free to give me a call. Or his son. Or his son. I don't know his sons and all. But listen, I'll send his son to you because I have loved that man since I was eight years old. Eight years old. I remember. I remember. Uh-huh. But anyway, getting back on track because I know you will stay on that path for a long time. But yeah. <laughs> that is. Mm. But that's the other thing, too, is that you when we talk about, you know, what is confidence? Confidence is not for you. Um, you know, Jay, it's not for my coworkers. It's not for the person across the street. It's about what I like, what I feel good in. Um, I lost my turn of thought. Oh, what what I like to wear, like what I like to put on. There are times I remember I had this shirt, and my arms, you know, they when I wave, my hand will stop and my arm will still keep waving at you. You know, it does that. And okay, the flag effect. That's what I call that. The flag flag effect. effect. Yeah, that's what it does. Guess what? It's not going to keep me from wearing sleeveless things because why? I like sleeveless things. If you can wear tank tops in the summer, why can't I? My skin gets hot Mm -hmm. just like yours does. Mm -hmm. So I now maybe I won't go with a spaghetti strap. Maybe I'll go with more of a fuller strap. That may work too. But you're going to stop telling me what I can and cannot wear um, because that makes me angry. And actually, that is my fluffy finds and frustrations is I need people, regular and marketers, to stop telling me what I can and cannot wear. You don't know me. You're not paying for my clothes. In fact, I'm giving you money. Stop telling me the fuck I can and cannot wear. I can wear whatever I want to. Now, there's a stipulation to that. I cannot walk around in a bra and panties, which I would love to do because of a couple reasons. One, I might get arrested. Per my job, I can't walk in with bra and panties. You're right? Okay. You can tell me then what I can and cannot wear when it comes to professional sense. But when it comes to me going out, mm you know, you should wear a bigger shirt because that one's too tight or you should cover your arms up because your arms are big. What the fuck are you saying? I'm going to wear what I want to do. I'm going to wear what I want and what I feel like I look cute in. Now, if you don't like it, guess what? It doesn't matter because you're not wearing it. Exactly. And and that is the, the, the idea or sentiment that I think we need to carry through is, yeah, you, you don't have to wear it. And I mean, the standards on what people wear could be a whole nother topic for a whole nother podcast because we have so many rules and regulations and you see people all the time be like, well, don't nobody want to see you in that. Nobody wants to see all of that. Somebody does. They made it in that size. So evidently somebody wanted to see them in that outfit or somebody wanted to make that outfit available to this person because they had the confidence to wear it. So you can't say nobody wants to see it. You can say, I don't want to see it. 
but you can't speak for a whole population. Exactly. And yeah, and and what you deem attractive on somebody may be completely different than the next person because within societies and cultures what is deemed attractive as far as appearance varies greatly because I know within the communities of color a woman with a little thickness on her is considered an attribute or an asset versus in other societies you being thin and very you know soft and delicate looking is considered an asset so you can't put that blanket term on what people do and do not want to see And I also want to make sure that I illustrate that these body image and confidence issues are not limited to women. 20 to 40 percent of men also have issues with body confidence, and that could be a lot higher. But men have a tendency to be a little bit more quiet about their body image issues than women do. And they are not as targeted as women are. Uh, I know in some communities, um, the male appearance is a bit more important than in other communities, but yeah, it's it's not just limited to women because I know several men who make comments about their size, shape, weight, how they feel. So that it's not just limited to women. And I think we need to be more encouraging to each other as a society to help people achieve whatever their goal is for their appearance. You know, we need to empower them to be confident in who they are and if they so choose to want to change the way they look. We need to be encouraging as long as it's as it's a healthy change. I agree. I agree. I think we also, um, as sticking with the male body image issues, males are more likely not to report body image issues. Um, but I feel like we need to encourage all body types. Um, what you like is what you like, but there is someone out there that likes all the types. I personally love a fluffy man. I love a belly and a beard. Listen, if you are, you don't even have to be six foot. I used to say six foot, but if you're like between like five ten and like six five, like three twenty five to that three seventy five range, fully bearded too, man. Let me tell you about all the meals I will cook for you, all the laundry <laughs> I'm going to do. You hear me? Because for me, the, in my mind, if I look at the ideal body type, that's what it is. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. But that's not for everybody. Um, like, Jay, I know you like a different a different body type than I do, and that's okay because they're all okay. Men are beautiful. Men, you're beautiful. All of you. All of y'all. And it's okay to say men are beautiful. You know, we get hung up on these. And that's going to be another topic for another podcast is kind of these gender roles and stereotypes that we have a tendency to want to adhere to. And saying that a man is beautiful, is like, men aren't beautiful, they're handsome. God dang it, what's the, it's just a different word. It means the same thing. Exactly. So. And I have a list of exactly. men that are beautiful. Send contact us on Facebook. And I'll tell you who that list is. But, yes, men, you are beautiful. You are spectacular. You are phenomenal. You are wonderful. You are just... God knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. He created y'all. And I thank him every day. Lord, thank you 
for the man. Thank you for the way that you have created them. Thank you for okay. The, I'm, the I'm gonna get you off of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. Again, you will go with this uh-huh. one. I'm gonna have to cut you off because we need to stay on Whew. path for what we were talking about. <laughs> I am positive. I like the male body. There we go. That that's my there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I know something that I've I've struggled with is this whole idea of age appropriate clothing and age appropriate, you know, makeup, age appropriate because again, marketing has told us that young women can wear certain things and older women wear different things. So if you're like over the age of fifty, you shouldn't wear a miniskirt. I feel like if you are over the age of fifty and you have, you know, Angela Bassett, Tina Turner legs and shape. Rock your miniskirt. Rock your little crop top. Rock your, rock your fitted outfit because you can. And it looks good on you. And I think we need to get away from that. And I know I think about it. I think, oh, I shouldn't wear that anymore. It makes me look young. It makes me look childish. It makes me look X, Y, and Z. And I stopped thinking about, well, do you like the outfit? You know, somebody right. else may say that makes you look hoish or that makes you look easy. I don't, why does that even matter? You know, it's just like if I like the outfit, I should be able to rock it. You know, and I know some people who are very colorful. And when I say colorful, I mean they wear lots of colors. I mean, they'll have like neon orange hair, hot pink nail polish, a teal shirt, and like electric blue pants on. Yeah. But when they walk out the door while all of society may say they look weird they're like i don't care i like my outfit i mean which i think is fantastic you know and that's the thing is we just have to start to rethink the way we classify and characterize things because you know putting people in those boxes just it it limits you It, it really does it says okay well just because you're now this age you have to look i don't want to look like an old woman you know, I don't, you don't, I don't, it's just me. I don't want to, you know, you see those outfits where, well, this is what a mature woman wears. F that. I'm not wearing that. You know? <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, I also would take it one step further that if you're 50 year old and you don't have the Tina Turner legs, you don't have the Angela Bassett body. If you want to wear a miniskirt, you better put that bitch on. Put it on. Rock it. And call me because I'll go out with you. I'll rock it with you. 62, 82, what you, you want to wear it? Wear it. Be up out here. And as long as you wear it and don't look awkward in it, meaning you can, you can tell when people wear things that they don't feel comfortable in because you give yeah. off that aura that you're not comfortable. If you yeah. like it, that's the opinion that matters. And you wear it as if everybody looking at you sees what you see. And that's how you walk out here. You can't tell me. I have an outfit that I put on that you cannot tell me. I am not better than Beyonce walking out here. You know what? Other people may not say that. Then they clearly just need to get their eyes checked. I hope they got good vision insurance. Because you can't tell me I'm not the baddest thing walking. So I'm with you. Wear Wear it with confidence. That is the point that I would like to drive home in this episode is it's all about confidence in whatever body you're in make that your goal is to be a confident person because confidence is electric and confidence is attractive which is why and i know people have seen it like you see what you know 
quote unquote less attractive men with beautiful women because dang it they had confidence they were like hey I got nothing to lose and a lot to gain you see women out here rocking their bikinis and they might be a size 47 or and they're like you know what I don't care they got a you know they got a man on their arm like what and all those skinny women sitting there in their little click rolling their eyes but y'all are all together exactly so you know it's just we we need to just get away from just being so judgy I think overall well, mm-hmm. true enough, sometimes having some extra weight on you can produce health risks. That is that is a true fact. You know, we can't dispute that. But the idea that you need to be thin or you need to be a certain leanness is just it's just craziness. You know, we, we don't all have to be that way. That's real. I promote, you know, fluffy but healthy. You know, you look mm-hmm. at the the Ashley Grahams and the Tess Holidays, like, of the world, who are fluffy. Um, you can be fluffy and still be healthy. Now, if it gets to the point where it's causing, you know, health risks, and that is a real thing we have to, you know, make sure, whether you're fluffy or not, make sure that you know your numbers. Make sure that, you know, you and your doctor are in constant conversations about your health because a common misconception is that if you're fluffy you have all these health issues but things like high cholesterol high blood pressure high triglycerides are not a solely a weight thing so Mm -hmm. i'm with you you know if you're healthy and you a size 22 and you want to wear a crop top call me because i'm wearing one too Maybe we can get natural. And call me because I go out with y'all. And let somebody say something. She will. will. Let somebody say something. (laughs) Yeah. Because I I got your back. You know that. So that kind of takes us into this week's tip from Fit, which is surround yourself with positive people. Surround yourself with people who are going to encourage you to be whatever it is you want to be. So if it's you want to rock that bikini and you're a bigger person and you just need that wing man or woman, surround yourself with those kinds of people that would be willing to do that and aren't going to be like, oh, my God, or never. So surround yourself with positive people. That's my tip from Fit this week. And that is correct. The Those positive people don't necessarily have to look just like you either. Um, I have friends in varying stages of um, body shapes and... I have my fluffy ones. I have my not-so-fluffy ones. And guess what? They're all great. And actually, they all offer different perspectives, too. Absolutely. You know, like things... I was just going to say that. Yeah. Things that may, I maybe not would have not thought about wearing. I never would have thought about wearing a crop top if it wasn't for one of my friends. He was like, girl, you ever thought about doing a high-waisted skirt and a crop top? No, I hadn't. But guess what I'm doing this year? High waisted skirt and a crop top. Do it. Do exactly. it. Do it. Fantastic. Fantastic. So. Jay, tell them where they can hear us. All right, guys and gals. You can find us on Apple Podcasts under Fit and Fluffy. On SoundCloud under Fit and Fluffy. On Google Music under fit and fluffy and with the google music folks you are going to have to hit that subscribe and download 
each episode because they will not automatically download your episodes. And you can also find us on the Quay Today website under podcasts and select Fit and Fluffy. Also, for behind-the-scenes footage, follow us on Facebook at The Adventures of Fit and Fluffy. And we're also on Twitter, guys. Follow us on Twitter at Fit and Fluffy Pod. If you have questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, show ideas, please contact us at our email at fitandfluffypod at gmail.com. Again, that's fitandfluffypod at gmail.com. And, that, and with that, and ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. Show. <laughs> See you later. Ta-ta! And as always, I would like to thank DJ Ajanra and Next Level Music for her music contribution. Thanks a lot.